And welcome back to Old Dude Music Review. My name's Tony, your host. And today is the 2nd of February, year of our Lord, 2024. And we're doing the Cure Disintegration. I know I said I was going to do STP Core, but I bought a, well, I got a new phone. We changed phone providers finally because I just can't fucking do it with Verizon anymore. A24 Samsung. This thing's fucking amazing. I can't believe the pictures it took at night. Um, there was a night shot on the Motorola's. This thing, you didn't have to do anything. It modified Moonlight. It is so gorgeous. But I was out there, my playlist kick, kicked into Disintegration Street, which is always on my playlist from The Cure. And I went in the moonlight by myself. 4.30 in the morning, chilly as shit. Why did I do Disintegration by The Cure? That's a really good album. Like, it's really, really good. And uh, spawned so many great hits. So, I did. And we're going to do it. It was their eighth studio album by the English rock band The Cure, released on 2 May 1989. 1989. I'm 22. Jesus. Had a lot of lead in my pencil still. The band recorded the album at Hooking Recording Studio in Checkington, Oxfordshire, with co-producer David M. Allen from late 1988 to early 1989. Following the completion of the mixing, founding member Tollhurst was fired from the band. The record marks a return to introspective gothic rock style the band had established in the early 80s. As he neared the age 30, vocalist and guitarist Robert Smith felt an increased pressure to follow up on the band's pop success with more enduring work. This, coupled with his taste for the group's newfound popularity, caused Smith to last back in the use of hallucinogenic drugs, the effects of which the strong influence on the production of the album. Yes, it did. Disintegration became the band's highest charting album to point reaching number three in the United Kingdom and number 12 in the United States and produced several hit singles like Love Song, which peaked at number two on the Billboard Hot 100. It remains the band's highest-selling record to date, with more than four million copies sold worldwide. It was greeted with a warm reception before later being acclaimed, eventually being placed at number 116 on the Rolling Stone magazine's list of 500 greatest album of all time. Stephen Thomas Erntwine of All Music called it the culmination of all the music directions the Cure were pursuing over the course of the 80s. It, I don't know how many times I've listened to this album from front to back. It's probably a shitload. I mean, I was a Cure guy because I'm a, a depressed person. So the Cure is like, how soon is now? And the cure. Those two things just go together like peanut butter and chocolate. I'm getting a new light for the studio. It's going to be over here because that is so fucking annoying. So there are 12 songs on this. We're going to play uh, Disintegration and Prayers for Rain last. I know Picture for You and Lullaby and Love Song and Plain Song were all big things, but... Uh, Prayers for Rang and Disintegration are great. I'm going to play some of their extra stuff. So as is our practice, I'm going to hit pause, not TikTok, and come back in to make sure that the audio works because this program, OBS, kicks me in the fucking ass. All right, first track, Plain Song.
I didn't want to even say anything in that song. I forgot how much I liked that. It's such a beautiful song. It's just so... Mm. Lay in the dark and listen to it when I go to bed. I used to listen to it all the time. All right, song two is Pictures of You, which this song... I was always gone. I was never home through all the years of marriage. I was deployed. I was doing something. And all I'd ever have... Let's see if I can get this off. I'm going to regret this. Yeah, I regret it. I knew I was. Is this picture of my wife. Right there in the center. That thing has been in my pocket or my flight book, which I use for planning, or in my Kevlar since 1986 when I met her. So until 2005 when I retired, that was always with me. That's the same one. It's all faded. It's been laminated and taped. It hung in my Humvee in the Mojave Desert. It was with me in my IBA behind the ballistic plate in combat. And all I ever had was a picture of her. So this song just meant a lot.
Track three, close down. Percussions are all so good on this album.
sonically this whole album kind of just flows on that nice synth and deep percussions and it's just such a great album to god veg out I didn't do drugs so I was in the military but I would get drunk to this I just listened to it going to sleep when I was deployed somewhere driving I would drive from 2007 to 2018 I drove for a living I was a director of a retail company so I had like 13 stores and I'd fly but most of the time I just drove and man this at 3 in the morning when I'm you do it was retail so you do stupid inventories starting in December and I'd have to do 13 inventories and be present for everyone and literally want to snatch, slash my wrist because you'd buy pizza and I got so sick of pizza that I wouldn't have anything to eat because I couldn't eat more pizza and you'd be just like, ah, fuck my life, get done at one in the morning, move to the next place, check in a hotel, get a couple hours sleep, show back up, do the next one. And I do that for just like Christmas to New Year's. I leave the day after Christmas and I do all these stores. But something about three in the morning driving to this album, it just all made sense. Such a classic song.
That is such a typical 80s song. And it for those who are depressed or non-communitive when you're around pretty girls like me, I mean, there's still times. Yesterday, we're sitting in T-Mobile, and my wife had just gotten a haircut, and she got highlights done, and I've seen her every day for fucking ever now because last two years I've been sick and unemployed so I'm home with her and the light comes in the front of the T-Mobile and it hits her hair and she's sitting there talking to the guy and she's so fucking pretty that my heart flutters for a second and this is my wife for 37 years and I stammer something like you're really cute today and she just gives me the smile she always does like what the fuck is wrong with you dude Like you see me every day but you say stupid shit like that because she doesn't think she's pretty. But those little moments. And that song to me is like every time I've had a crush, love, whatever. That's me inside wanting to say so many things. That's why whenever I said something really loving to my wife, even now as an old fucker, it's via verse or a song I send her or I write her a poem because I am inarticulate when I try to say it out loud. It's pathetic, but that's why I love The Cure. Right, the next song is just Lullaby is one of my favorite songs. I'm gonna play the whole damn thing.
so fucking creepy, but I love it. Just a, that, that fucking song is so simple, but it's layered. And God, I fucking love The Cure. I forgot how bad I love these guys. Once again, it's too depressing. I shouldn't be listening to it because it's always depressing music. It's just like when you don't feel like you fit in. That's my life story. Fascination Street, fucking epic song. I love this opening. I must have danced to this a billion times as a kid. My white man overbite. Yep. Okay. The bass is so fucking awesome. Here comes the guitar.
comes the drums. God, I got the biggest smile inside. I have some so many happy memories from that song. But it'll make you vomit because it's sexual. All right, we're going to skip the next one's Prayer for Rain. Uh, the Deep Water is the next song, track nine. Boom. Oh God, this is another good song. God, this whole album is so good.
Sonically, such a great album. We're going to skip 10, go to 11. This is Homesick, because 10's Disintegration. We'll play it last. Oh, God, I forgot to go to this song. Oh, such a good song. to say it. I say it all the time. and I know it's boring. This is episode 14. They just don't make music like this anymore. This is like all this different layering and instruments. It's not canned. It's not bullshit. It's... Oh...
There's so many emotions in that song. I'm not even going to talk about it because I'll start crying. Because I was always gone. God damn. This is Untitled. Untitled is the track's name. Another great song. So we're going to play three really quick of songs that uh, are well-known. You already know these, but I'm going to play them anyway. First, Friday, I Am In Love. This is just a fun pop song. Um, you know, they, they were popish, but this was a good song. It's cute. Really cute. I don't care about you, it's Friday! 
Just Like Heaven. This is such a fucking awesome song. I fucking love the guitars. It's just the guitar tone is so fucking awesome. Show me, show me, show me how you do that Okay, the last extra um, probably is one of my... It is my favorite Cure song. It, it is... Uh, my God, it is so freaking amazingly good. This is Burn from The Crow. And I'm playing the whole song, sorry. It's just so freaking good. There's a remake of this which returned me back onto the song. It's by the Annex, A-N-I-X. Uh, the Annex versus Apokama Berserkic. The Krog theme revisited Burn. Uh, it came up on Metal B-R-R-B, B-I-R-B, the Annex did. And I'm going to tell you right now, their version's really good, but it's not as good as the original.
the guitar is so good. This is disintegration. I forgot to say in the beginning, if you're a runner or a workout person, this is such a good album to work out to.
And the last track is one of my favorite tracks. I, God, I just love Prayers for Rain. I think it's a beautiful song. And I'll complete a beautiful album.
<sighs> and that completes one of my favorite albums of all time that I forgot all about until this morning in the middle of a freaking cold walk with the beautiful moonlight and disintegration came on. And I went, holy shit, let's cover the cure disintegration. I hope you enjoyed it. This wraps up another old dude music review. You can find it on SoundCloud at Flyover Politics of the K because I'm too cheap to start a new podcast account because it would cost me $40 for two accounts and I'm not doing it. It's too much. You can email me at foppodcast at gmail.com. It's F-O-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com to get me to review other songs, other albums. Tell me I suck. Tell me you like the show. Tell me something. Video you can find uh, this podcast at rumble c slash c 553-2123 you can find the other podcast flyover politic podcast with a k which covers politics and dogging the media at rumble 482-467-482-467 i hope you enjoyed this we're going to go back to what we said we're going to do stone temple pilots core I'm going to do that Monday, 5 February, Year of Our Lord, 2024. For Flyover Politic listeners, I'll be doing the Flyover Politic podcast on Sunday, the 3rd, or excuse me, 4th of February, Year of Lord, 2024. Disconnect from all your devices. Don't give the yeah-yeahs. And remember, music transports us to better times. So if you're depressed, cure fan or as i say how soon is now is my calling card by the smiths grab you an album listen to something positive and get a smile on your face because it can make us happy too as always thank you so much for listening you take care